It's Halloween, or it will be soon. Spooky. This is 20 Questions Tuesday, the podcast where one guy asks another guy 20 20 questions. questions. I'm David Burnell Brutman. And I'm David Reinstrom. And we're done with those voices for all time. Are we? Because no, I'm we're probably going to do that lie. for the rest of the show. Hey, Dave, yeah, happy Halloween lie. coming up in a couple days. Oh my goodness. Happy, happy Halloween. So many Hallow- so much Halloween. Much Halloween. Great happy. I'm, are I'm you, Doge Are now. you going as, as Doge for your, uh, Wait, for your you Halloween costume? Wait, pronounce it Doge? I don't know. How am I supposed to say it? Doge? I definitely pronounce it Doge. Anyway... Enough about memes from two years ago. Yeah. Let's talk about Halloween. The most important holiday of the entire year. Halloween! Yes! Floating Jackios, candied apples, apple candy, candied whiskey, apple fritters. Anything you could ever want. With apologies to Brad Neely. Oh, God, so many apologies. Dave, what are... Do you know what you're going as for Halloween this year? You're no. a grown man. I have no... Yeah, I'm a grown man, so <laughs> I, don't, I don't figure it out until, like, the last minute. I'm like, before, well... Before the Halloween party, and then yeah, you show up... Yeah, I'm like, up, okay, there's a party. It. I guess I have to have a costume in an hour. My friends Tara and Ryan throw incredible Halloween parties, and every year I never know what to do because... Tara and Ryan are kind of costume royalty, and a lot of our friends are also cosplayers or costume designers. Right. That's that's a big part of it for me. A big part of the reticence. Like, if I'm going to do something, I really want to do it right, so I might as yeah, well man, not do it at but all. But no matter what you do, your, your, your game is not going to be nearly as good as, like, your A game is going to be worse than their worst day. Yeah, it's intimidating. Once my friend Mark made an awesome... Uh, Mr. Freeze costume. This was when I was first getting to know him. He had, he made, he Did made Did it have the, a bell jar helmet? Uh, it had a bell jar helmet made out of an office water bottle. Ooh, that's really clever. Did it he was suffocate perfect. to death? Though? No, 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 no. It was open at the top, right? And it had, <laughs> and so it still had the little spout on the top. It still had the little bottleneck. And so he, he fed a piece of like vinyl tubing into uh-huh. the top of his helmet so that he could drink at the party. Um, amazing. It was amazing. That is almost as genius as the fictional character, Mr. Freeze. David, what was your, uh, what was your best Halloween costume ever? Hmm. Okay. So there's two possibilities. <laughs> okay. Possibility number one is you'll remember this one. Mm-hmm. In college, I did this two years because uh, one year I, you know, made a a lesser version of it, and the next year I upgraded it. This was the Battlestar Galactica uh, deckhand flight suit mm-hmm. that I made in that show. On the flight deck, there were mechanics who repaired the uh, the Vipers, which are the space fighter planes. So I made one of their jumpsuits, which is a sort of uh, orange jumpsuit with all kinds of like cool space mechanic military stuff on it. It was pretty sweet. I was really proud of it. I mean, I got like reflective tape and some like vinyl flooring that I cut up to make the the vests that they have. It came out really good. So it's either that or mm-hmm. okay. When I was four years old, my mom made me the best Batman costume ever. 
It, she sewed it out of, she sewed me like a cowl out of felt with, you know, pointy ears and everything and a cape. I thought this was the coolest thing in the world. Dude, and it the probably best was. Part, the mm -hmm. best part, I had one of those radio flyer wagons, little yes. red wagons. Uh -huh. And my mom uh, took a uh, took a couple of pieces of card pieces of cardboard, spray painted them black, and oh my cut God. them into these sort of batwing shapes, and made my wagon into the Batmobile. That is awesome. It was so cool, dude. Here is a list of all the costumes my mother made for me. For Halloween, I was a Ninja Turtle. I was Sonic the Hedgehog. That was Ooh, awesome. I was solid. Merlin. I was a bat. <laughs> oh, okay, so I was Batman. You were just a bat. I feel like I was just a bat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. I was a magic card one year. That... That, that costume was sick. Like a Magic the Gathering card? A Magic the Gathering collectible trading card. Not like, this is the Ten of Clubs, is that your card? No. I was a Taremco Griffin. <laughs> Did you uh, From pick... the Mirage set. Yes, I Did used to collect Griffin card? cards specifically. Those are my favorite. The Taremco Griffin huh. uh, is, is a falcon-headed uh, leopard. Okay, sure. That's what that kind of Griffin looks like. Uh, and I had, I just basically, I was, I was like, I was wearing a Griffins, sandwich board. Though. Huh? Why, Why Griffins, though? Because they're awesome. I mean, they are admittedly awesome. I don't think anybody would deny that Griffins are awesome. And if you do deny spend... that Griffins are awesome, I, I think we probably have to fight you, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I used to spend just hours, uh, drawing, and, uh, tracing, really, copying the art on all my magic cards. That was really, I was terrible at the game. I was super into the art. Oh, me too. I know. Uh, that's part of then why I when I met artist. you and you said, I want to be a concept artist, I was like, oh, cool. I want to follow you around forever. And that's Yeah, part of the reason is because of magic cards. Like, that is part of the reason that I am an artist. It, they were, they right were very inspirational. I was really bad at the game. We've played the game. You know this. Yep, we're both terrible at it. Yep. Dave, we've been friends for a while. Kind of. Yeah. We've been friends. How many Halloweens have we been friends for, David? Uh, Probably eight. Eight Halloweens, approximately. Right? We have been friends. Have yeah. we been friends for? Yeah. That eight sounds years? about right. Yeah. That sounds about right. Little little snippets. Little snippets of biographical details y'all getting up in here. You're learning things, people. That's enough of that shit, though. David, are you ready to play 20 Questions Tuesday? Oh, my goodness. I am as ready as a kid getting ready to go trick-or-treating. Did you see what I did there? I did. I did. I did. All right. Let's go over the rules. David, will Let's you do it. yell off the numbers for me in a spooky voice? Okay. Hold on. Let me find the spookiest voice. Okay. <laughs> okay. There it is. There I got it. Rule number one. I will think of a thing. Rule number two. David will ask only yes or no questions to narrow down the nature of that thing. Rule number three. If Wait, David hold on, hold on. I'm going to do that what? again. Rule number shriek. Sorry? it sounds like three. No, okay, fine. If David kind of exceeds rhyme. 20 questions, no, sh the game and reality as we know it is over. No more than 20 questions are permitted. Rule number four. If David correctly guesses the thing in fewer than 20 questions, he wins the game and we all get to live for another week. And rule number five. No razor blades in the apples. What about only razors in the apples? I'll think about it. Dave, are you ready? I'm ready. Then you may ask your first question. 
Question <laughs> number one. Hold on. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Okay, good. Question number one. Is it Vincent Price? God damn it! <laughs> yes! <laughs> we are friends. Hmm. Well, David, you've unmasked me. Okay. So it's Vincent Price Vincent doing Price, yes. something. Famed, famed horror presenter Vincent Price. Okay, so I have to figure out what Vincent Price is doing? Oh, yes. Do I have to figure out where he is? Sure. Okay, I'm going to figure out where he is first. Is he on the earth? He is on the earth. He is on this mortal plane. Is he in Transylvania? No, please. Okay, is he in uh is he in a spooky house? I think Vincent likes to imagine it's not that spooky. Is he in his house? Yes. Okay. Uh do I have to I, don't, I have no idea where his house is. Where he lived? California? Sure. Probably? Yeah. Maybe? I don't know. Yes. Okay. So, he's in his house and he's doing something. Uh is he doing something domestic? You might say he's doing something domestic. David is he cooking? <laughs> he may be. Is he cooking something from his cookbook? Uh, no, actually. That, but that does remind me of... My, do you want me to go get the cookbook? Because I have this amazing cookbook. And go I get like, the cookbook. Okay, I want to I take a picture of the cookbook. need to hear about the cookbook. Okay, hold on one second. My friends, I hold in my hands a, I guess it's faux leather bound. It's got sort of... That's how uh, I remember it. Like, it's red, right? Edged. Yeah, it's like a reddish brown. And it's got sort of faux gilt-edged pages a little bit. Um, and the title of this volume is... A Treasury of Great Recipes by Vincent and Mary Price. And it includes such classics as... So this book is divided up into several different sections. We've got France, Italy, Holland, Scandinavia, England, Spain, Mexico, and the United States. And the United States, he goes from New York to the Santa Fe Super Chief to New Orleans to Los Angeles. Wait, there's a recipe that's cooked on board the Santa Fe Super Chief? Yeah, let me find that because that's great. I, I was going to say, I was so going much. to say, so so I was going to say a lot of this is, you know, ordinary food, even though, uh, well, it, it is all ordinary restaurant food, but it's got this very particular, It's this book is from 1964. And so you could very easily. So what easily, you're saying is it's ordinary but kind of gross. Well, I was going to say there's nothing really that gross in this, and then the book, of course, how many jello molds are there? Falls open is to what I'm asking. Fish pudding with mushroom cream sauce. That's a little gross. Scandinavian. Let me let me read it. Scandinavian fish puddings were something new to me until we had one there and fell in love with its delicate and subtle flavor. This is the family recipe of a Norwegian friend, but I will tell you a secret. At home, we found that we could buy excellent fish pudding imported from Scandinavia in a tin shaped like a melon mold. Yeah, oh. see? Molds. That's like mid-century cuisine and yeah. molding things into shapes weirds me out. Mm. I'm going to say that's the scariest thing I've encountered this Halloween. Ooh. Except I haven't encountered any. I just thought about it. But thinking about something is the same as encountering it. It is. Right? 
I think is so. that the epistemological construct that we're going with now? Is that what, how reality works? Thinking about something is the same as doing it? Yeah. All right. David, David have you on. suddenly become like a fourth century Catholic theologian? I was always a fourth century Catholic theologian, David. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Didn't you know my backstory where I was frozen <laughs> in a mountain and thawed out in 1988? It's true. It happened. Look it up in the newspapers. The Santa Fe Super Chief is on page 329. I want to learn about some train food. Oh, and there's Antoine's in, uh, there's a recipe for Café Brulot Diabolique, which is a... Uh, Ooh, Diabolique! Ooh! That's, uh, that's, um, uh, kind of a Creole coffee. That there's Satan coffee. Hmm. All right, here we go. The Super Chief. What is served on the Super Chief? French Toast Santa Fe, Harvey Girl Special Little Thin Orange Pancakes. Wait a second, what? Harvey Girl? In the days of the Old West when the railroads were new, Fred Harvey's station restaurants were one of the few links with the more civilized ways of the eastern United States. The Harvey Girls, as his waitresses were known, were a part of the folklore of the West, many of them marrying miners and prospectors who struck it rich and made grand ladies of the erstwhile hash-slingers. Okay, that sounded way dirtier on first parsing. Yeah. I'm another, still trying to figure I, out... Can I hit you with another another gobbit of, uh, of Vincent Price wisdom? Yeah, hit me. Waffle irons are so attractive nowadays that it is fun to have them right at the table. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Yeah, Vincent Price. Let's just put a really hot piece of metal in the middle of your eating space. Mary presides over the iron as though she were pouring at a tea party, and everyone loves getting their waffle after watching it bake. See, I told you waffles were scary. God, waffles are so funny. <laughs> okay. Back to the game. We gotta get back to the game. I gotta figure some shit out. Vincent Price I, I is in his home. I gotta learn some things. Yeah. So Vincent Price is at home. Mm -hmm. He's cooking something. Correct. Uh, is he cooking something that you would normally cook? That I would normally cook? That a person would normally cook. Uh... No. I'm guessing the answer is no, based on your hesitation. No. <laughs> is he cooking long pig? You mean man? Yes. Yes, he is. Long pig is a code word for yes. human meat. Yes, he is. Okay, he's cooking a human. Is he cooking a specific human? Yes, he is. Hmm. Is the human another actor? Yes. Is the human a contemporary of Vincent Price's? Yes, he is. Another horror actor? No. Hmm. Um, a, a comic actor? No. A dramatic actor? Very much so, my friend. Okay, he's cooking a dramatic actor from the middle of the 20th century. Correct. Okay. Uh, do I have to figure out the way that he's cooking him? Yes, you do. God damn it. All right, I'm going to figure that out because I'm a little stumped. Uh, okay. Well, wait, is it Laurence Olivier? It's not Laurence Olivier. Hmm, okay. Um, this this might take me a while. Uh, okay, so I'll figure out how he's cooking this guy. Is it a man? It is a man. Okay, I'll figure out how he's cooking this man. Is he braising him? Uh, he was braised. Okay. Yes. Uh, but that's not all. That's not all. Now he's being served in a particular way. Okay. So he, he's been braised and he's being served on a platter with Whoosh. an apple in his mouth? No. 
Um, he's being served in a soup. Nope. He's he's been roasted. He has not. He has not been roasted. Um, has he been dismembered as part of the cooking process? Sure, sure. The braising has caused all of his tissues to break down. <laughs> now it's pulled. Insert answer name here. Okay, so he's serving him as a pulled human sandwich. No. Oh. Um, he's he barbecued him. Mm. Um. He's David. What did I just read to you from? Oh wait, did he put him in a Jello mold? He did put him in a Jello mold. God damn it. <laughs> okay, so Vincent Price braised somebody and put him in a Jello mold and is mm-hmm. serving him at horrifying Price family dinner. Correct. Okay. And With all sorts of terrible '60s Jello mold accoutrements, like sure, like 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 cranberries and celery and lime zest. Ugh. And it's cottage just... cheese for the weight conscious. You know what? <laughs> All of those things gross me out almost as much as the idea of consuming human flesh. <laughs> Gonna go out on a limb and say that. So is the only thing I need to figure out now who the guy is? Yes. Who he would cooked? you like a would you like a hint? I need some sort of hint. Um yeah, give me some sort of hint. He's not a horror actor. But he did participate in scary films. Like, his films have been scary, and his productions have been scary. Okay. Um, let's see. Is he an an English actor? No, he's an American. He's an American actor. Um, actor and director. Hmm, actor and director. Hmm. Cary Grant? No. Hmm. I almost thought Cary Grant for this one. I thought it was going to be Cary Grant cooking this guy in a jello mold. And then I said, it has to be Vincent Price. And then you said, obviously, it's Vincent Price. <laughs> you fuck bastard. <laughs> I'm in your brain. Ugh. That's scary. Mm-hmm. It's Halloween appropriate. Get out my brains. <laughs> I mean, I'm all up in your brains making that noise while you sleep. Okay. So he's a dramatic actor and director from the middle of the 20th century, and he's an American. Yes. Hmm. Ron Howard. Nope. <laughs> I'm, I'm really at a loss here. He, he was known not only to the world of film, but also to the world of radio. Oh, shit. Wait. Is it Orson Welles? It's Orson Welles. Oh, of course it's Orson Welles. You got it. Woo! God damn it. That, well, that was both surprisingly easy and surprisingly difficult. Sure. Because I knew you were going to come up with something involving Vincent Price, but I had no clue whatsoever about who he might cook. Sure. Okay, so. Yes. David. Yes. The thing that you were thinking of for this spooky Halloween edition of 20 Questions Tuesday was Vincent Price cooking Orson Welles into a jello mold and serving him at 60's dinner. Ding, 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 ding. That is correct. Yes. David, very good. What prize do I get? Well, wait. Before we can find out what prize you won, 
Let's go over to the Scoratorium for some scoring fun. <laughs> How long have you been holding on to that rhyme? Uh, about three seconds. Oh my god, I'm so excited! Me too. Ah, yes, work, my pretty. Work! Print it out, spit it out into my waiting hand. I was excited, but now I'm scared. Dave. Yes? New world record. What? You got this 20 questions Tuesday answer in just five questions! Holy balls! Arms above head victory Or maybe dance. unholy balls. Because that would be more Halloween appropriate. What would be more Halloween appropriate? Unholy balls. Unholy balls. I've started saying- You know, Satan's above... testicles. I've started saying arms above head victory dance, by the way. <laughs> yes. I don't know because what you, I don't know what you do for it. That's the emotion that but you I'm... feel is arms above head victory dance. Arms above head win. victory dance. Okay, well, now that we've coined that, I'm gonna make a new coinage. Okay. From now on, candied apples at Halloween are gonna be called Satan's testicles. <laughs> I'm not calling them that, I refuse. Please. Nope. Please. Nope. Versatile, yet satanic. No, <laughs> that's no good. Versatile, yet cursed. Perfect. TM. And that's how you play 20, 20 questions, questions Tuesday. You can leave us a review or a star rating and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. You can like us on Facebook and you can follow our Tumblr over at 20questionstuesday.tumblr.com. Our theme song is Blood Meridian by Curlew, licensed under a Creative Commons 3.0 license. The music you heard under the show this week was by Lache Swing, also licensed under a Creative Commons license. If you want us to use your music, message us on Facebook or Tumblr. Up next, stay tuned for Miskatonic University online. I'm David Reinstrom. And I'm David Burnell Brutman. Good night. And good uh, spooky... What? Good night and good haunt? Good night and good ghost? Ghost night and good ghost luck. Good night and sweet dreams. Ooh. They're not going to be sweet, though, because they're going to be nightmares. Well, but they might be sweet because they get candy. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>